This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is just about 7.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. And now, the question of running a business from home and the pros and cons of it all. So this came from an article that was published uh, by The Star a little while ago. And it looked at a few different operators who closed their shops and chose instead to run their businesses from home, talking about how they're, they're glad they've done this, especially because shop lot rentals began soaring with the end of um, most of the COVID-19 precautions. But that had us thinking about the benefits on the one hand of doing this because rental, all these, all the stuff that the uh, shop owners are talking about. But then also your neighbours, whether customers like coming to your home to pick things up, you know, there, there are a lot of things that happen and that happen alongside or that go along with running a business from home. And we also saw a lot of home businesses pop up anyway during the pandemic. Yeah, I actually have a neighbor who I only knew that she was running a business from home was, uh, because I would encounter her children at the guardhouse kind of handing things over. And, uh, you know, I, I can't say it, it's disruptive at all uh, to any of our lives because, uh, the you know, it is what it is. Uh, and I think that certain level of tolerance, I think, among late neighbours also makes all this quite workable. It, I think what would be difficult is, in fact, if customers came to our house and so because they don't breach that corridor. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they are outside by the guardhouse picking things up. Um, and, and that's fine. And, I, you know, I think we need to have a little more generosity when it comes to the various ways that people have had to reconstruct their lives after COVID it was devastating uh, for many people. And maybe, you know, if we have a little bit more empathy, uh, we can see why this, we can close an eye to it as it were. So I agree with you. I think though it does depend on the type of business and it depends on the volume of business. So I'm thinking uh, about it from a taman parking perspective. So I think it's it's all well and good um, if you're talking about something like a like a condominium or, or a situation where you don't have people parking, coming down, you know, taking up space. But in places where you have already limited parking um, and then you have customers coming and parking and staying a while and not necessarily knowing the etiquette in the area. I think it depends. But um, anyway, this is what we'll be exploring with our guests. We'd like to hear from you. Home businesses, yes or no? Do you live near a business? <laughs> um, have you chosen to run your business from home? Let us know. Uh, call double seven double three two nine hundred. WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, it uh, we'll be speaking with Aaron Sarma, General Partner at Scale Up Malaysia, BFM 89.9. Business, finance, and music. BFM 89.9. It is 7.11. You are listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. We're talking today about home businesses and the pros and cons. Um, and joining us now to discuss this is Aaron Sarma, General Partner at Scale Up Malaysia. Aaron, thanks for speaking with us. So, uh, okay, let's get right into it. Are you seeing more people conducting their business at home? Hi, thank you. I think what's happened is because of the pandemic, uh, people were forced to do business at home. They couldn't conduct business from offices or stores or uh, where they would normally conduct business. And as a result, uh, they had this interesting thing where they had to suddenly figure out how to do their business remotely from their home. And, and 
a few things happened. First of all, there were better delivery mechanisms for products. So e-commerce really came on. Um, there were easier ways for them to conduct business online or collect payments. Um, and also it became easier for them to reach their customers because of you know social media and other forms of internet-based communication. And as a result, what that created was a situation where a lot of business owners realized that why do I need a storefront anyway? Or why do I need an office anyway? So a lot of people are realizing that, you know, I can actually do this from my house. And so, yes, we are seeing a lot of people now saying, I'm going to build my business remote. Uh, I'm going to sit at home all day, um, reach out to my customers from the comfort of my home and, and, and do business that way. Uh, there's also another cohort of people who have realized that there are new businesses that they can start, uh, which is really interesting as well. Um, if the pandemic forced people who could not do other businesses, like if you're running a restaurant or you're, uh, you're, you're, you're doing a hair salon or some sort of service-based business that you had to be in person to do, and then you had to do something completely different. And so these people actually created businesses that they could operate from them from home using a whole new set of skills that they learned. Maybe they learned how to sell things online. Maybe they learned to do courses. And th those businesses have not really gone away either. And so now they actually have the optionality to do those new businesses instead of going back to the business they had before the pandemic. So we're seeing actually a lot of people do that, um, uh, do business from, from their homes and be a bit more comfortable as well. Aaron, tell us about the benefits and drawbacks of conducting a business at home. So I think one of the, the great things of being able to do business at home is that uh, as it would suggest you're at home, right? You're very comfortable. Uh, your, you know, your family is around you. You have a little bit more luxury of time, as it were, because you can set how you spend your day. Um, so obviously, working from home has that benefit, right? Um, it also has the ability for you to, as I mentioned earlier, to kind of decide how your calendar looks on a day-to-day -day basis, rather than having office hours or having set meetings that have to happen at a certain time. You can be the master of your day, uh, which is really nice if you're working from home. Um, the other thing about working from home is you also get to kind of control who you deal with. Like you choose your customers, you choose your um, your choice type of work that you want to do. Um, it also is great for family life. A lot of people have said that, you know, it's good for them to spend time with their families that they never spent with before. Uh, another great thing about working from home is that, you know, maybe you can do a bit more exercise. You're spending less time in the commute. You're saving on, you know, saving on the commute for one thing, saving on eating out as much. And so I think the lifestyle benefits are certainly there. Um, but of course, in certain businesses, um, you lose certain aspects of working, right? And a lot of working life is not necessarily working by yourself. So if you're in a business that requires collaboration, um, then there is a drawback because working from home has its uh, challenges, right? If you ran a law firm and now, you know, everybody's not in the office, that's a problem because sometimes you need to work on the case together, you need to go through documents. So this works for all sorts of businesses, right? So you lose that camaraderie, and you lose that collaborative um, potential that you have in an office. And so that is really lost with a lot of that, right? Um, I do think there's a third category as well, because I don't think it's necessarily binary. I also think there's a lot of people who are doing the kind of half at home, half at work thing. And in those situations, people tend to have, I think, the worst of both worlds, right? You have the, the nine or five clock in as well as, you know, you can jump on calls at any hour of the day. And so I'm seeing people getting really burned out because now there's no excuse not to take a meeting or there's no excuse not to be working because we're all, we've all become accessible because of the tools that we have.
We touched on this earlier. Are some businesses better suited for this than others? Yeah, 100%. Like there are certain businesses that are definitely predisposed to being online and remote and without ever having to go to an office. In fact, I think like if you run a business and you've built a culture around being completely remote, everybody in the team is remote and you, you know, you use messaging tools such as Slack or Microsoft Teams or something like that to kind of communicate with the team. Um, and you actually don't need to spend time in an office together and think through ideas. People have found that's a much more effective way to do business, right? And so if you've built that remote team start, it, it works. But if you've, you need that office location to do your work, uh, then obviously uh, having working in, uh, in an office is definitely necessary. So it's all about the culture you build. And obviously the type of business you run. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, if you're like a hairdresser or you run a restaurant, it's obviously better to be in the venue uh, for obvious reasons. Um, but uh, if you're doing a more uh, solo effort or you can work from the house and you don't actually have to talk to people, then it's better to be at home. Now, in the article we referenced earlier, some uh, operators who closed their shops and took their business home did it largely cut down on costs due to high rental rates. Realistically speaking, Aaron, uh, how much would it cost to operate a business from home full-time and how much does it differ from running a business from an office? So I guess in the case of offices, it's certainly much cheaper because you don't have to pay that office cost, right? Um, And you don't have to... Uh, deal with rental, you don't have to deal with, you know, other ancillary utility bills, which would come from running an office. Uh, There's also no maintenance of the office, which, you know, know, doing the air conditioning or sweeping the floor or getting the cleaning person to come in to clean it. Uh, All these things are gone because now it's in in your house. So certainly there's a a cost aspect to this, which is, I think, um, quite meaningful to some people, right? And and so um, operating from home, it's Apparently free, I guess, because you're in your the comfort of your own house. But I, I do contend that there are costs that you don't think about, right? Like such as transforming your house into your office. And I, I do think that maybe it's not a financial cost, but there is a lifestyle cost that you're 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 paying because now your home is also the place you work and make money. So um, I think there is that bit of a challenge there. But I think in terms of saving on financial costs, it's quite obvious um, that you know you you save on that by moving all your operations to the house. And beyond cost, what are some other things you need to take into consideration when choosing to run your business from home? So I think we need to go back to what a, uh, a business fundamentally is, right? A business is uh, you're providing a product or service to a customer and allowing them to partake in that product or service, right, for a, for a fee. And that's at the core of what every business essentially is, right? And if you want to run a business from home or run it remotely, the first thing you need to think about is your customer, right? Um, will they be satisfied with your service if they receive it remotely? And, you know, if you're uh, an accounting firm or a design firm or something like that, uh, would they be happy with just jumping on a Zoom call for you to you know, share with your findings? Or are your clients the kind of people that need to see you face to face? And so I think that's one of the things that everybody needs to consider uh, when you're working from home. The other thing I think is really about the kind of, company culture that you want to build you know so some of us and i'm one of those people i like to work with people i like to you know i like the water cooler conversations or i like to go for lunch with the team and these are things that are quite valuable because you're really building that um kind of the working culture but some people i also respect are not that way are not wired that way they'd rather be you know solo performers or they'd rather be you know, um 
like distant from their teams and they're much more productive that way. And so I think it's really about the kind of business you want to run. And as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, that's the first question, right? So once you answer how you're going to deal with your customers, it's how you're going to deal with your team. And if that's something that you really um, can do, right? I think there's a third thing I'm sort to consider which is how that affects your family life or your personal life, right? right? So if you've got young children or or if you're a single person, uh, working from home has an impact on you in the way you live, right? We sometimes forget that um, having an office is also about being able to connect with other people, right? It's about the after-office uh, chit-chat or it's about the um, going for, for dinner together or a meal together or having drinks after, after work. And that that kind of working environment is also important to a lot of people uh, because it helps you, especially if you're unmarried, single person and you're trying to build a social life, that's really helpful. Uh, if you're going to be reclusive and you're by yourself in, in the house, that does affect the way you live your life as well. So I do think that the, the family life or the social component of the working and experience needs to be considered as well. So I'd say those three things. But Aaron, isn't there a downside to some of this? I mean, couldn't businesses, in fact, lose out on visibility and access? And and if so, I mean, how can they make up for this? I think uh, what the pandemic has taught us and how we've learned to deal with uh, working from home by force because of the lockdowns was to really rely on digital uh, distribution to kind of get our name out there, right? So a lot of companies or startups or SMEs have relied on social media very heavily. Uh, a lot of them have learned to do digital marketing to reach clients. Um, there are different mechanisms that have been utilized, uh, which are available because of the internet, right? And so that, I think, has been the primary distribution method to reach your customer. Um, and in terms of access, I think that's really helped a lot, again, with all these services like delivery companies and um, the, even services like, you know, they help you get your thing, parcels delivered or like a, like always like to replace the old office boy, uh, using inverted commas here, um, to send documents to people or to kind of meet people. Um, so there are lots of tools that you can use now online to kind of help you with access and also to help you um, make, make sure that you get visibility and help people know what you're doing. And on the customer side, how do home businesses affect uh, or how does going to a home that has a business affect the overall experience? So I guess it, it really depends on the kind of customer, right? So some customers really enjoy not having to see the business owner, right? Uh, but some people love that personal service, right? So, you know, when, when I deal with a company, I like to have a meeting. I like to see them face to face, maybe because I'm old and <laughs> I, I enjoy uh, that personal connection with the person I'm doing business with. And I feel that's really important to me before, you know, we write a check or we actually do something with the person. But some people actually can do completely remote. Like, and we don't need the personal connection. So long as you do a good job, that's good enough for me, right? So I, I do feel that that is a, kind of a, a key component um, if you're considering to work with somebody's operating from home. So as a customer, um, you also need to know what your customers want. And as a customer, so I guess you will select the kind of business that is better for you. So I guess if you're running a business, you have to do the math in your head as to do I lose out more? If I work completely from home, uh, or if I, or do I lose out more if I work from the office, or is there a blend of this that I can achieve as well? 
So, Aaron, uh, a home business is likely to lead to more traffic in the surrounding neighborhood as customers uh, drop by. Do you foresee this affecting neighboring houses in the long run? Well, I, I guess if you're running a hair salon from your house, then you know you have a lot of random people walking into the neighborhood. Uh, I don't think you're allowed to do that, by the way. I think there, there are laws around making a residential home a commercial property, right? And so, and though it does happen, let's be clear. Um, but I, I think it, it is very important that you also be a good neighbor and and not infringe on the comfort of your fellow neighbors. Otherwise, there's going to be a, certainly going to be a problem. Um, and again, it's really about, you know, is your the place you live where you live and have your life or is it where you do your business? I would imagine it would be very uncomfortable if my dining room was filled with, you know, documents and, you know, having like 10 guys sitting out of my living room rather than me doing it in office, right? So I do think there's, there's some value in realizing at some point having things work out of the office is much more comfortable for all parties involved, um, though it does work better for some people to work from the house. Right. So then what steps can business owners take to make this potentially less intrusive for neighbours? I think this is a conversation that uh, business owners should have with their neighbours. I think what's important is that people realise that when you're living with a community, uh, you have to respect the community, right? So, you know, people would not appreciate it if I ran a jam studio from my house, for example, and every night at 10 o'clock, you know, the, the, these these guys come up to my house and we're banging on the drums and making a lot of noise. Obviously, people will not like that. Even if it is the way I earn money or make, make a living, uh, that is very inconsiderate of me if I were to do that, right? So um, I, I do feel that, you know, if you're going to run a business from your home, there needs to be like an unspoken understanding with your neighbors that this is what's happening. Uh, otherwise, you'll have problems, right? And, you know, they have every right to complain that, you know, A, there's strange people walking in my neighborhood every day that I don't know who they are, that there's concerns for security, or, you know, you're making unnecessary noise, or, or you're, you know, you've got like 10 cars parked outside our, our, you know, our road and you're blocking my driveway. These sorts of things will happen as well. So, first of all, be very considerate, but make sure your neighbors know that you're doing it so that, you know, you have like an implied approval to run your business. Is this something you see more businesses turning to in the long run? I think as I mentioned earlier, I think it really depends on the kind of business that they've run. And I think that's the first step, right? Like realizing that um, it's not for every kind of business. Uh, and some businesses are better if you actually conduct it from an office. Uh, and some businesses are okay if you do it from the house. So, you, you know, you have a a small room where you do calls and stuff, right? Um, I, I, I think, um, I think there are people who will opt for this option, but I am also seeing a huge shift back these days, right? Where a lot of business owners are saying, you know, guys, let's go to an office, or maybe if we don't get like a more formal office, we'll get more of a lounge kind of office, an open office or somewhere so that we can encourage more collaborative work. I, I actually see things kind of balancing out and maybe people having more hybrid arrangements, right? So it won't be completely, you know, everybody works from the house. Maybe some some people work from the home, some people work in the office, or we have like certain days where everybody comes in for meetings and then the rest of the week you're, you're on your own kind of thing. So I, th- I do think it will not be a, a binary choice where it's either or. I think it will be a hybrid solution, which will be more comfortable for everybody in the long run. And how do you see all this impacting businesses and the competitive landscape? So I think, you know, to me, it doesn't really matter where you conduct your business, right? Ultimately, a good business comes down to providing the best product or service at the best price 
for your customers, right? Uh, and so long as your past customers can get the product efficiently and um, with the best service, uh, they'll come back to you, right? And so I, I don't think where you work or whether or not you're working from home or working in an office has an impact one way or the other. I think ultimately it's about the service you render and if your clients like it. So uh, you could potentially build a very, very successful business from your home, but you could also build a very successful business from the office as well. So I, I think ultimately the idea of competition um, really comes boils down to the product or service you're offering and the price you're selling it for and how customers get it. Aaron, we're running out of time, but quick thoughts, final thoughts. I feel like to end with the idea that, you know, what the pandemic has gifted us with is the ability to choose these options. By force, businesses were forced to look at working from home as an arrangement, and now we're given the choice. And I think ultimately people need to make a decision. What is, A, the life that I want to live, and how do I live that life? And B, how can I run a business that gives the best value to my customers uh, regardless of what form it takes. And ultimately, if you can kind of square that circle and find a way that makes sense for you, um, you'll live a much more fulfilling life, serve your customers better, and hopefully make some money. Aaron, thanks for speaking with us today. That was Aaron Sarma, General Partner at Scale Up Malaysia, talking to us about the pros and cons of running a business from home. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.